welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. In this episode of the podcast, Dr. Calvin Roberts will be our guest. Dr. Roberts is the president and CEO of the Lighthouse Guild, which is located in New York City. January is National Glaucoma Month, and Dr. Roberts will be talking to us about the origins of glaucoma, testing for glaucoma, and treatments for glaucoma. Dave Nemo will be your host for this edition of the High Wet Health Podcast. And now let's hand it off to Dave for his feature interview with Dr. Calvin Roberts. Dr. Calvin Roberts, good morning. Good morning to you, Dave. Good morning and Happy New Year here, too. You and I were talking about the origin of the word glaucoma, and I didn't realize that it goes back to Hippocrates himself, 400 B.C. or so. The word glaucoma comes from the Greek word glaucosis that basically means it's a color it's blue green and it was considered to be the color of the sea and hippocrates says once the pupil has the color of the sea eyesight is destroyed and you will often find that the other eye is also blind the way that's written i don't know it's like you don't know if the other eye is blind until you know that other eye is blind but at any rate we've known this was a problem for a long time didn't know what caused it but they were on it in ancient Greece. So here we are now in 2024, starting a new year. We have National Glaucoma Month. It's critically eyesight, as you well know, and that's why we can't tell you how much we appreciate you being with us on the program because our listeners of all of the things are the absolute most important eyesight. Yeah, absolutely. So glaucoma is such a scary condition, not only for obviously for people who have it, but for doctors because of the fact it has no symptoms until you get to the very, very, very last stages. So here's what's going on. Your eyeball is just as it is. It's a ball. And like a basketball, like a football, it has pressure inside. It has an inflation pressure. If you squeeze a basketball, if it's too hard, it feels rigid. And if the basketball is too soft, it's all squishy. That's how it is with eyes. Eyes just have a normal pressure to it in which it's full, but it's not hard. And what happens in glaucoma is that the pressure inside the eye gets high and the eye actually gets hard. And what you're talking about that blue green with the Greeks is that when your pressure in your eye gets really, really high, the color of your eye, the appearance of it may change its color. So if the pressure in the eye is high, what happens is that your normal circulation of blood, your blood's flowing everywhere within your body. It flows into your eye. If the pressure in your eye is too high, the blood can't get in. But if the pressure in the eye is higher than the pressure in your blood, the blood doesn't come into your eye. The nerves in your eye starve. When they starve, they die. When they die, you lose your vision. That's what glaucoma is. And again, you only have symptoms after this has been going on for years and years and years. The only way you find out about this is actually to go and get your eyes checked and get the pressure in your eyes checked. There is no way around that. So what I'm hearing you say here in terms of the pressure and the ability of the eye to receive blood is that it doesn't really matter so much what your overall blood pressure is when you take it on your arm. It's the eye itself that accepts or rejects. 
Right. Your blood pressure could be something like 120 over 80. But if the pressure in your eye is higher than that, then the blood isn't going to flow. So consequently, you need a situation in which the pressure inside the eye is lower than your blood pressure so that the blood can flow in and flow out. Okay, so we know, we can pretty well find out pretty easily, but what I'm getting at is that only you can look to see, can you tell how high the blood pressure is in the eye or you just be able to say it's high or it's low or it's normal? No, you actually can measure it. And there are instruments that measure it. Two types of measurements. One, sometimes people will go into the doctor's office and they'll feel a little puff of air. It's called a puff tonometer. Tonometer meaning an instrument that measures pressure. What happens there is the air will bounce against your eye, and if your eye is hard, then the puff of air won't push your eye in a little bit. So it's able to quantify what the pressure of your eye is. Another way is there's actually a machine that actually touches your eye, and that one can also measure exactly what the pressure inside your eye is. Wow, that is amazing. So circling back to the fact that you can have it, we're with us for National Cataract Month, too. So cataracts pretty much start the day after you're born, from what I understand, and they just slowly, slowly, slowly grow. If we all live long enough, will we all wind up with glaucoma at some point, or even if we have to live to 120? No. So some people are going to get glaucoma. Some people aren't going to get glaucoma. Interestingly, glaucoma does tend to run in families. There is a racial component to glaucoma, mm -hmm. highest in this country in Hispanics, less so in African-Americans, less so in Caucasians, but that's not an absolute. So there are a lot of Caucasian families that get a lot of glaucoma, but I'm always concerned with my Hispanic friends and patients because the incidence is higher in the Hispanic population. Do we know why? I think at the end of the day, it's all going to be about genes. Either you have some kind of a gene that's going to say, oh my gosh, you're going to get it and you're going to get it early. Or you have a gene that says, uh, maybe, depending upon how long you live and what else goes on in your life. At the end of the day, I think everything is in the genes. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. If you would like to stay up to date on what's happening with Radio Nemo, please visit RadioNemo.com. You'll see the latest on the Dave Nemo Show, Dave Nemo Weekends, and the Tim Ridley Show. RadioNemo.com also has a blog section with news and notes from around the trucking industry. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The trip down the highway to health on The Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Now let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. It's Highway to Health. Dr. Calvin Roberts is with us. In Glaucoma Awareness Month, President and CEO of Lighthouse Guild. In the trucking industry, obviously, vision is the corner piece of everything. So we have our eye exams yearly. Everything's going. We see our numbers. Is there a point along that number scale, that pressure number scale, Dr. Roberts, is there a point to where you say, we got to do something about glaucoma? 
Yeah, so the pressure in your eye, again, it's a number. Usually the number 20 is the point where you start getting concerned. So anything under 20 is usually fine. Anything between 20 and 25 gets you a little bit uncomfortable. Over 25, those people need to get treated. And treatments for glaucoma are primarily the use of eye drops. So you put a drop in your eye maybe once a day, sometimes even twice a day. Not anything that hurts or stings, but just becomes part of your routine just to put a drop in every morning when you get up. And usually that's going to be enough to lower your pressure, keep your pressure in that normal range so that you're safe and you don't have to worry about losing your vision. Got it. You and I had a little private conversation about blood pressure during the news. I guess I got some free medical advice. I'm sorry to do that to you. But one of the things you said, you can kind of get used to medicines and after a while they kind of lose their effects. You kind of get some new meds. Will those eye drops do you forever or do you kind of get a little resistant? In other words, how does the eye drop regimen actually work? So usually... The drops last you for a long time. Now, one of two things can happen. As you say, you can develop a little resistance to the drop over many years, or your actual glaucoma could get worse so that you need a little stronger medicine or sometimes to take two medicines in order to keep your pressure under control. In these days with better medicines, it's really rare that someone would actually need an operation or some surgery to correct glaucoma. These days, just drops alone work really, really well. It keeps you safe and you know that you're fine. So overall, it's one of the most critical conditions you can have because you're going to lose your sight and never get it back. But at the same time, it's one of the easiest to treat with a few drops a day. Exactly. That's why the screening for glaucoma is so important, because if you can catch people in the early stages when their pressure is just starting to go up, it hasn't caused damage, and you can treat it just with a simple drop in the eye every day and just make sure that person's going to live their life with great vision. It's so common. It's one of those things that so many people have. I think we're over 3 million people in this country have glaucoma. It's important that people get screened for it. Boy, indeed. Ancient Greeks, they had no measurement devices. They had no microscopes or anything like that. So they did visual observations and they saw that color and everything, the glaucoma color, the blue-green. Now we basically are looking at it from a completely different standpoint in terms of the medical possibilities. So technology can help us, but it can also hurt us. Are there things we do to our eyes that can cause glaucoma to rare up in a sense? Are some of the modern technologies that were tied to the phones, the screens, everything, is that having an effect? Are there outside influences on glaucoma? Yeah, very, very few. So Glaucoma is just one of those things that we talked about. It's just in your makeup. It's in your genes. And it's not one of the things that either reading or driving or watching TV or even rubbing your eyes is going to make a difference with. So fortunately, it's not one of those things where we need to change people's behavior in order to help them. All we need to do is just have them take these special eye drops and then they're going to be fine. Boy, when you don't have to change people's behavior, that's about 99.9% of the battle, it seems. (laughs) Yeah, so it's interesting. The only situation, and I remember this patient so well. So I had this patient, great guy, but he was overweight, just the way he was. 
his glaucoma was getting worse and worse and worse. He lost the weight, big amounts of weight, 50 pounds, 60 pounds, whatever. Comes back after losing the weight, the glaucoma is gone. Since then, I've seen this again and again. So if there was one thing that I would say that could behavior-wise affect glaucoma, it would be to lose weight. And this is for people who are really heavy. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Now, those drops are not going to cause you to lose weight, though, right? <laughs> I've circled back to the ancient Greeks to make a point, and then I've lost what my train of thought. But what I wanted to do is kind of talk to our listeners out there right now when they were listening to the Tim Ridley Show. And in fact, let's see, it's just kind of becoming daylight out on the West Coast right now. So driving at night, colored halos around lights a lessening of peripheral vision. There are some warning signs, and it's a pretty good laundry list too, isn't there? There sure is. So that what happens is that when the pressure in your eye goes up, your ability to focus actually decreases. So you will get some blurry vision. You will get the halos. Oncoming headlights become hard to see. You're just getting a lot more glare than you're used to. You're wondering why I'm putting sunglasses on when I drive at night. Why am I happier with sunglasses when I'm driving at night? It just helps you with the glare. I think those are the type of symptoms that shouldn't be ignored. So the glare, halos, those type of things, oncoming headlights that just seem different than they were before, those should be the signs that you should go and get your eyes checked for sure. Don't let it stop with the glasses. Don't let it stop with the glasses. Yeah. You're talking about difficulty in focusing and things like that. In terms of difficulty in focusing, do you mean that it takes you longer to focus or that you never can really focus or a combination? It just seems like things just aren't as sharp. This used to be that I could see those signs a lot sooner. Now I have to wait until I get so much closer till I see it. Now I got my glasses changed and even with my new glasses, it just seems like the signs just aren't as clear as they used to be. That should be a warning sign to you that something's going on here that's really worth getting checked out. Yeah, because there are no symptoms, but there are plenty of warning signs, and there's a difference there. But if you can't get a symptom, go for the sign. Right. So it's not the type of thing that, that your eyes going to hurt or something like that. Yeah. No, that's not what's going to happen. And again, even those signs are really more in the later stage than the earlier stage. In the first couple of years, it's going to be causing damage to your eyes, and it's not even going to give you those warning signs. That's why for glaucoma in particular, don't wait until you're noticing something going on. Please, just go in, get your eyes checked, and particularly if there's someone in your family who has had glaucoma, because we talked about that this could be a genetic part of it. It's somebody in your family who you know has glaucoma. My gosh, please get your eyes checked. And the onset of glaucoma, as you mentioned and emphasized, is that it's a very, very slow process that you're not really even going to notice it on your own until it gets noticeable, but it's going to take a long time for that to happen. I want to kind of drop the eye drops back into the conversation. We've just got about a minute left, Dr. Robertson. So you catch my glaucoma, you give me the drops, I'm doing them every day, everything's wonderful. Is it only going to be as good as the day I come in and get the drops? In other words, if I have glaucoma and I'm at like the six-month stage, but if I hold on a year or two years and you give me the drops, I'm not going to go back to the six-month stage, right? I'm going to stay where I am, or will the drops help me to regain? 
No, no. So you're never going to regain what you've lost. So you're not going to regain the vision. You're not going to regain the health of your eye. What you want to be able to do is stabilize it so that your eye doesn't get worse and that you retain the health that you have and the vision that you have. With glaucoma, what we want to do is treat you early so that you don't lose vision. And if you have lost vision, we don't want you to lose any more. Dr. Roberts, Calvin Roberts, thank you so much for being with us here, helping us get a good look at glaucoma on Glaucoma Awareness Month. That's going to be Highway to Health. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Now, folks, you can always find the Highway to Health Podcast through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And let's tell you about a few of the outlets where the podcast is available. You can listen to all of the episodes of the Highway to Health Podcast through our website. Or you can subscribe to the podcast through all of the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. The Highway to Health Podcast is a production of Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo.